Gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lamas. With me always is Dirk Jonasinger. Hello, Benjamin. This is exciting. It's always exciting, but this is particularly exciting because we have a very, very good friend of ours, like very good friend of ours, who isn't a comedian, but is probably the most well-known identity in comedy, one of the most well-known uh, personalities in the comedy world. Good personality. But- yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Personality? Is that what we got? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, people will know him from uh, uh, featured on the Little Dum Dum Club fair bit. People will know him from potentially getting Trevor Noah so drunk that he nearly missed his daily show (laughs) party. (laughs) Please welcome uh, the legendary Milan Trintovic. Hello. Hey mate, thank you so much for doing this. This is a long time coming. We've been we've been talking about getting you on the pod since 2018, I think, right? Yeah, it's been a while, <laughs> and and then now we've got you, and uh, and we've got you all the way from Tullamarine. <laughs> it's the only reason I started working out is so I could get on your pod. That's well, that's, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. It was like at the time we were just going to get you on to talk about you know funny uh, drinking stories and party stories, but man, we have got you at a primo time. A time where you are in, is this fair to say that in the last, say I've been doing comedy 12 years, in the last 12 years, this is the healthiest you've been? Physically? 100%. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Easily. So give, so give us some stats in terms of when you started to, you know, get healthy. Um, what was like your weight at and where are you, what, where, where are you now? That sort of thing. And when did you get the liver transplant? <laughs> <laughs> That's that's still in the books. That I'm I'm still waiting for that. that <laughs> well, I want to get to liver and drinking later. Let's 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 do the healthy stuff first. <laughs> yeah, go, go. Sure, sure. Okay. Look, the the worst. And look, I would fluctuate. I I, I know I've been over a hundred kilograms in my life. Really? Is what your height? But I have. I'm like five eleven, five ten, something. Like right. That. Right. Yeah. So so hundred is it would show on you. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, I definitely um, have been over that. But over the last few years, I was sitting at early 90s, early to mid 90s. And mm. that that would be my weight. So, yeah. you know, whenever I did check, whether it would be, you know, a weekday or a weekend or, or a particular day that I'm feeling overweight, and I looked, I'd be like 94, 95. Right, right, so, right. Some, somewhere in there. So right. that was sort of the regular weight that I expected to be every time I looked at yeah, my yeah the fighting way as we sometimes call it pretty much the fighting way yes mm. yes I farted a lot during that time and um <laughs> now, now there's probably more but it's fine so what was that what's was it the heaviest you heaviest you what's the heaviest did you clock you over said, 100 102 103 I know I know I definitely went over but I don't know how much because yeah, okay, you you, know, it, it would, I would I would try and not think about it. I'd see the the first one zero and I'd get off the scale. Mm. I don't need to know. Better not know. So, yeah, so I, I really worry about it. But but I also never really cared about uh, losing weight. I would still jog. Like I, I, the thing with me is, I thought, okay, I'll jog, uh, which I would do one lap around Lakeside, which is three and a half k, something like that. Four. That's Albert Park, yeah. 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 Park Lake. So yeah. I do that 
um, that run. Uh, and then, and I used to drive there, do that run and then drive home. Yeah. And uh, that was my that was my daily regular thing to make me feel like I'm doing something or I'm yeah. caring about myself. And uh, and I would do that not every day, but probably three or four times a week. Uh, weekends never. I would yeah. like because I'm out or you know drinking or whatever it was. I needed those days to recover. Um, but yeah, the rest of the time I'd be like, okay, let's do a little run here. Let's mm. let's do that little. And, um, and yeah, it was about April or May this year that I was like, um, I'll try a little bit more and I'll try a little bit more. And that's basically how it worked. I, I, I really started uh, doing uh, AG1. I, I started mm. getting the green drink. So Athletic Greens for people who might know, but you might have heard it being on. There was a lot of podcasts, Tim Ferriss, um, Smartless, um, so many, like so many podcasts get sponsored by Athletic Greens. And, and it was interesting because I found it, I, I was like, oh, maybe it is great because it's been around for 10 plus years. Like Tim Ferriss and stuff have been promoting it for years. And Tim Ferriss promoted before it was a sponsor of the podcast. He was like, he was in his book saying, this is a fucking good oh. supplement and stuff like that. So uh, for people and, who don't know, just want to give it a rundown. Yeah. So what, what is it? What is Athletic Greens? Yeah. It's, it's basically just a green drink. So it's, it has um, supplements, vitamins, minerals. Has so it's like 75. a powder? Yeah, it's a, it's a green powder that you put in just regular water. You shake it up and you drink it. And the look, it was because of podcasts. I would hear it a lot on different podcasts and I'd be like, oh, you know what? And, and I was, you know, I would, I'm, I'm, I'd be prone to get pretty sick. Whenever I got sick, when I went through COVID, it was, not only three weeks of me being ill in bed, but it was two months later, still not being able to breathe properly or, or feeling weak or oh, you wow. know, sluggish. So, so I thought something like that, you know, might give me a little bit of a boost. And, uh, and when I did get it, when I did start doing it, I actually felt like I could do more of the running than I was doing or the jogging that I was doing. So it was giving you that one, energy, extra energy. It felt like it was. And yes. I don't know if the mental thing or if sure, it actually sure, did, sure, sure. but, but it, it was the switch that sort of turned in my mind where I was like, Oh, I can do a little bit more. I can, I think I can jog a little bit more, but I would only take it a little bit more. So it would be, you know, that it would be that one um, lap around the lake. And then I'd do a lap and another K and then I'd go home. And I'd do an, a lap, another 2K, and I'd go home until, you know, I was doing lap, two laps, but I wasn't driving anymore there. I would run from home to the lake, do two laps, run back home, which, you know, now is 14K or something That's like crazy. that. That's crazy. And that you I, do it nearly I, daily. Every day. Every day. I, there's not a day that I, I've missed at least in the last four months. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's a big that's a big step up. So is the, the, the athletic grease, is that like a meal replacement or is it just something you just add to your water the whole time? It doesn't have to be a meal replacement. People do use it as a meal replacement, but it really is just a, a vitamin boost. It's a mineral boost where you just drink it and you know you 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 get the daily sustenance that you need from the morning. Yeah. Um, so, and you do it, and Ben, just to correct you, you, do it once in the morning. You don't do it like every day. Oh, like, you don't just sip on it all day. It's not, it's not like a, you know, like a you know little cocktail that you just have. All no, 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 no. Uh, you, 
you skull it, you think you, you just pretend it's a fireball, a really big green fireball, and you skull it. <laughs> do, do you serve it? Do you serve it yourself in a shot glass with the tray? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start yeah. putting it in little shot glasses. It's like he's, he goes, wheat grass, shot, 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 wheat grass, shot, shot, wheat grass, shot, 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 shot. Perfect. So, hey, you know what? So, so, yeah, go. I was going to say, there's an opening in the market there. We can do green shots and start a company. Oh, yeah. So you get alcohol and uh, AG1. Yeah. yeah. I'll call AG1. it AG1. But what alcohol goes with it then? What what alcohol goes with it then? What would it go? Because it tastes, it tastes all right, actually. It surprisingly tastes good. Yeah, it is good. It is good. Anything will go with it. Vodka, AG1. Oh, we AG rum. We can do AG that. rum. Hey! There it is. There it is. AG Rum. AG Rum. That's actually really good. And by the way, just for the listeners who are just just to reiterate, this is classic Fitbit where we're giving a plug to something that we're getting no money from. (laughs) (laughs) This is is just like the fucking Yeti again, because you're wearing the Yeti hat as well. And it's like when Connell was on, he was he he thought we were sponsored by Yeti because we were talking how great the Yeti flask is. But anyway, yeah, we're not. We don't have sponsors. Even though after, after this pod, I am going to the camping camping store to actually probably buy a Yeti Esky, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, I want to I, I want to know, Malai, because and we'll touch on it as well, because we we know you as a bit of a, a, a party boy in the scene. You are always making sure that uh, no one doesn't have a drink in their hand. But this health kick, which I assume, like you said, you've yo-yoed. It, was there anything that pushed you to do this? Like, was there a, was there a moment where you're like, nah, today's healthy? Was it a health scare? Is it what made you go? Today's the day. Well, look, it was just thinking back on how many times I easily get sick, and it can be a it can be a little sniffle that turns into a cold that you know makes me stay in bed for five days. It yeah, it, yeah. it was really it was really that where I was like. Uh, but also I never went into it thinking I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm going to keep running. I just went into it going, I'll do a little bit more. I'll try a little bit more uh, and I'll eat a little bit better. And it just, it just, you know, once I saw, and it was funny, I spoke to Dill about this a little while ago, but once you start noticing the weight going, you, you strive for more, you want more, you want to, you want to, you know, keep going. And I think that's what it was for me. It was seeing the results and going, Oh, I can do this. You know, after all these years of thinking that I couldn't, I can actually do this and I keep doing it. And that's it, basically how it went. That's, that's really, really powerful. What you said, you basically have summarized the atomic habits book in, in that sentence, which is the idea of, you know, just focus on 1% better today and then do that again the next day and again. And just 1% is easily doable. But what happens is over time, it just starts compounding to the point where suddenly, like there's no necessarily a drastic result, but then suddenly you start seeing the result and then that motivates you even more and that the extra motivation pushes you further and it just starts exponentially growing. And it's the key thing being taking the pressure off an end goal, going, this is how much I want to lose. And this is the state I'm chasing instead of going, no, no, what can I just do today? That was 1% better than yesterday. And just mm. bringing the focus to that micro level. And then before you know it, it's there, it's you've, you've, you've progressed so far. 
Yeah, that's right. And look, that's how I learned how to drink. I did 1% better with alcohol. <laughs> Got to the stage where I could do a shot and then I did a bottle and then I did two and look at me now. Because I think your story is very, very important to be reminded of in the lead up to New Year. Like we're, we're recording now in the middle of December or towards the end of December. And um, people probably have these plans, big drastic plans for, all right, 1st of Jan onwards, I'm going to do, you know, two Cross, three CrossFit sessions per day and, you know, got to go for a marathon and all. And all those ambitions are great, but the, the process to start with is to remind going, hey, let's just start small. If you're going to start eating healthier, let's just say um, breakfast is going to be lean or dinner is going to be lean. Something just make a, make like a tiny change or say, I'm going to like, you know, make sure I have uh, more veggies today or something like that. And then just go from there because the temptation for people like me is to go, you know what? I'm not happy with where I am today. I need to see results now. Yeah. So I'll just go fucking sit in a sauna until I sweat my nuts off and then fucking... Great idea. I recommend it. I strongly yeah. recommend it. But yeah, I think your story is very important to remember. It wasn't like a goal-oriented one. It was very much going, what can I do better today? A lifestyle change. Yeah, but look, I'm, I'm guilty of that too. I'm guilty of every year going, all right, 1st of January, I'm going to do this. I'm going to run more. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to get better. But really, it wasn't until it clicked in my head and I was able to do it and I saw those results that I pushed for more. Mm. Although we tell ourselves we, we want to do this, it's not about that. It's more about actually getting out there, doing it. And then when you do see those results, pushing a, a little bit more, which is basically what, what I've been doing, you know, over the last and, few months. Sorry, you were yeah. about to say something? Oh, no, I was going to say oh, something. No, no. I, I was just going to say, like, I... I I've got the watch. I've got the app. You know, I, I keep an eye now on what I do daily yeah. and I want to do in the day before. And if I don't, it, it doesn't matter. It's not yes. like I, I beat myself up. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you know, I'm accountable for, you know, where I want to be in my life. So, you know, I just monitor it and go, okay, this so is what I'll do. Un unpack tomorrow. that a little. So unpack yeah. the specifics of that a little bit. When you said the watch, you mean Apple Watch, and what is it that you're monitoring on that? Are you doing calorie counting? Are you doing um like the the running app thing? So tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. So look, I the calorie. It's funny. I've had the watch for maybe four or five months. I didn't even know you could change it from kilojoules to calories. So I would look at the kilojoules and then do a calculator, going, "All right, how much is that in calories?" Yeah. Milan, Milan, <laughs> Milan, 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 Milan. I've had my watch in 2018, and I didn't know you can do that either <laughs> until, now, <laughs> until you just said it. Are you fucking serious? This whole time, this whole yeah. fucking time, I've been doing the calculations. So well, there you it. go. So, so basically, I would just uh, keep an eye on that, and you know, the calories is, is sort of the important thing. That intake and and you know, the deficit thing that you learn once you start watching uh, YouTube videos and yeah. uh, Facebook stories and and seeing what other people are doing, and then you just sort of take information away from them and you know, adjust it into your own life. And do that. But yeah, so I just use the normal. Uh, so the, it, even the normal, um, the the workout, um, the green workout things where it's indoor workout, outdoor workout, whatever I'm able to use on the on the uh, watch is basically what I utilize. And then I'll open the um, the heart app on the actual phone when I want to see where I'm at during the day when I want to go. Okay, so it's, you know, it's lunchtime. I've just had something to eat. What have I done up until now? And, you know, should I go for a walk um, after this and, you know, 
continue and, and again i way. want to point out that if anyone's listening that seems like oh my god that seems like a lot of work and overwhelming and it's hard to it doesn't motivate you to start again the reminder it didn't start like that that's where you're at now because every day you just slowly refined and now six months in or whatever you're able to finesse it a bit more and it sounds more complicated but if for you it's not complicated because you just added a new layer each day yeah and it was a learning curve for me as well but at the same time it was the, it was the sort of thing that you can find time to walk if you want to if you you know uh -huh. there, there are opportunities to go okay well i can do a, a 15 minute walk which you know might turn into 1.5 kilometers or something that you didn't know you were uh -huh. going to get out of your day uh -huh. and that adds on to that tally and then at the end of the day you look at it and you go okay well look that's what i've achieved today and you know strive for that tomorrow at least and I, and I think that people forget as well it's like I, I, the amount of people i know now who you know weren't a bluetooth kind of person but the amount of people that have meetings while they walk is just it's amazing like i can i don't have you know if you can avoid the zoom or you can avoid it you could just walk and talk you know before you know it you've had a meeting and you've walked 1k like it's just it's so beneficial now that you know it's one of those bonuses of having technology where you're like we can have the meeting you know we can talk about it you can you know 45 minutes later you know he's walking now he's you walking are you now. what are you doing are you on a you're bouncing on the spot I'm working on the spot. So even with Zoom, you can do this. Yeah, are you on a, are you on a exercise ball? Or are you getting... Are it looks like you're on an exercise ball. Or it, it looks like, like you, you're riding a horse. Yeah, or riding a mass, a guy with a massive cock called horse. That's only on weekends. Weekends only. On the weekends. But that's... But this oh. is what... Yeah, go. I was going to say, speaking of puppetry of the penis now available through comedy.com.au that's comedy with three y's or you can go to your sanity store your local sanity store sanity still exists apparently so they're buying stuff from us so yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, the, yeah that's funny hey Milan, okay, before, our regular program before we uh we uh dive into that and uh and for international listeners puppetry of the penis uh, is a duo, and believe it or not, there was a duo who would do tricks with their penis oh, uh, I to think sell out crowds. Know. Uh, no, I reckon so. But then my favorite is uh, of all uh, the comedy acts, uh, it was franchised. I always love that so much that it was <laughs> yeah. franchised. Yeah, <laughs> that it you was could buy. You could... Territories. <laughs> Man, I you know, love there's, it. There's still, there's still a Vegas show every week for puppetry of the penis so yeah. you go to vegas you can watch it week uh thursdays through sundays people, like you, you, people got... think that people think that mr bean was the most globally recognized uh comedy that can travel <laughs> but there's dicks everywhere you know what but, I mean? but what i love <laughs> you is can you can take the franchise frank of the beans there should be a female version called flicking the bean <laughs> <laughs> But what I love though is there's so often in comedy there are people who do like tribute acts like I'm gonna do you know Bill Hicks material blah 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 but yet there's only like two two groups of like com comedians it's like poetry of the penis that you can franchise and bogan bingo <laughs> and I just love that that is <laughs> yeah. so Australian like those two poetry of the penis and bogan uh, bingo hey before we get to the stats of how much you've lost uh, Milan there's one thing I want to know is. Uh, this health kick, which has now, you know, been six months, how has that affected 
I guess your work to a degree, but more your work is when you're out socializing. Mm. Have you done that? Like, how have no. you, because you, you're known as the, is the guy who, who starts the party and ends the party. So, so on that, before you answer, just again, for context for people to know, Milan uh, was a part of um, a company that, you know, uh, produced a lot of DVDs uh, for in comedy, a lot of like all the Carl Baron DVDs that the most selling DVDs, uh, you know, Chappelle in Australia, Russell Peters, he's the guy that, that coordinated that. So he was working with comics comedians a lot face-to-face and things like that in terms of brokering these deals. So through that happened this culture of, you know, you whining and dining comedians to the point where there's a great story of uh, Daniel Sloss, where he was in Montreal uh, talking to the uh, booker of uh, Conan, uh, uh, JP Buck. And then JP is talking to Daniel and he's like, uh, oh shit. Oh fuck. He's like, what? He's like, ah, No, there's this guy that 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 I, I party with, and I always get so fucking drunk when I'm with him. And then Sloss, without even looking, goes, "Are you talking about Milan?" Because <laughs> 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 yeah. even though they didn't know that you, they knew you, but like somehow everybody knows you. Like we went to watch Gabriel Iglesias in 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 Rod Laver Arena in front of like ten thousand people, in and he's telling a fucking story about how Milan got him drunk. <laughs> like it's <laughs> so fucking amazing you're like the Forrest Gump in this in the comedy world but you're always you know part of some influential moments and Trevor Noah does stand up about you how he was got really drunk after the Daily Show and things like that so so just again context that's the work and now you're back and then for a brief time you were doing some uh, live touring of of a lot of um, uh, Balkan bands and things like that but now you're back in the comedy world that's why you said comedy with three ys.com.au or .com.au or comedy.com .com. .com.au. There's an end. So, 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 yes. So, you are the guy who is around and the life of the party, the guy gets a party started with shots and stuff like that. So, to go back to Ben's question, how how did that lifestyle fit in with this current health kick? I'll get to that. But before I do, yes, I do have to give props to Ben because the name, the actual name of the company is thanks to him. Oh, really? Yeah. I I swear. And I told him that. I told him months ago when I I first thought of that name. I thought, there it is. And and you know what? On every title that we release, I want your voice to start that duff, show duff, off. Duff. Like day. sit, boo, boo, sit. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yes, yes. Can you do it? Um, you know, can you do it like the MGM lion, where it's just a thing of men in the circle? <laughs> I love it. I love for, it. For, for people, the, 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 the background is uh, that that is so old now, but it was. Uh, for people who don't know, and and it's talked about heaps, but that came from uh, I was at a gig, and uh, and it was told that at the gig it wasn't looks like we weren't going to get paid, and I turned to our mutual friend Tommy Daslow, and I was like, I don't think we're getting paid tonight. He goes, that's no good. And I was like, but it doesn't matter. And Tommy goes, why? I was like, you don't have to get paid when you love comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's been there's been moments of like when you drove past Dasselo's house, rolling your window down, and just yelling comedy, even though you including don't know the, the kids. Oh the yeah, kids the kids yelling out too. They didn't even know who Tommy was. Yeah, that's <laughs> so funny. That's, so... that's funny because I've been working with this label for at least six months, and I haven't seen a dollar yet. So it works. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> 
Uh, but on on Dill's point though, it's it's like how did you take a bit of time off the booze? Have you taken a oh, bit of time? No. Well, yes. Okay. So the difference, the 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 major difference is I cannot hold the amount of alcohol I used to. Yeah. Um, I I have to either start later or finish earlier, um, which included this past Saturday night going home at eight forty five p.m. Really? Weren't you I at basement? Done. Comedy? Yeah, and until eight forty-five PM. Because I so, saw you post a picture of Ben Knight crushing it as MC, and so you fucked off after that. I left right after that. I, re- <laughs> I left right after that. My, my look, the important thing I wanted to see Jamoan. I wanted to give him a couple of copies of his uh, new content, and and that that was the important part. So yeah, course, I yeah. I did that, and I was like, time to go. But also, I started at midday. I went to a birthday party at midday by 9 PM. It was home time, but that really the difference. I I got to basement and I started drinking water and Carl, Carl's looking at me going, I've never seen this before. I've never seen this, but it really is. I can't hold the amount of alcohol that I could before. And the shots thing has definitely gotten way less than what it used to. So what I've what I've started doing is I still buy people drinks. I still want everyone else to have the best night ever. Right. And I'll do that. But I got caught out. So Carl saw me buying a round of shots and I had to hold one. But I dumped mine because I didn't want to drink it. And he not only called me out on it, but he called me out in front of everyone. And obviously I lied. I said, no, I drank it. It drank it. And he goes, I saw you. I saw you. you. And I was like, yeah. These things happen, you know. You yeah, can't, the, you can't <laughs> all day and all night. I remember, I remember the first time, uh, um, uh, my first big night was, oh, it was so years ago, but it was uh, at the comedy festival, and you kept buying me shots, and we kept having shots, but I'd never dumped a shot. So for someone who can and used to be able to drink as much as you can, and I manage nightclubs, and I worked behind the bar for nearly twelve years, but I'd never, I'd never dumped a shot. And then I'll never forget just standing next to you and you're like, you've got to have this shot. And I just remember you like picking it up and then high five you and then just threw it over my shoulder. <laughs> I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was behind me. And then, you know, and then just slammed it down. And he's like, and I was like, you didn't notice. But I was like, first, first and only time I've ever dumped a shot. I was like, I, I will not get home. If I have this, it'll just hit the my head. The amount of times I've heard that, I've heard that from a lot of people telling me, which is why, it moved into my head when it was my time to go, okay, I'm, I'm maligning myself right here and I can't do it. So I've got to get out. I've got to get out of this. And I dumped, I dumped the shot. But the difference was I got caught and then I got called out. So, right. yeah, I can't, I can't drink as much as I used to, but, you know, that's Which fine. Is, it's um, totally fine. That's growth, they- right? And I, and I think, like, I owe some gratitude to you, Milan, because a big reason why I ended up quitting drinking is you. Because <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you tapped into everything that was, um, that was a difficult, like where I went wrong with alcohol. But you ta- tapped That was in- some good times. You That's never what I went mean. wrong. Exactly. We had a Mate, day. some of my favorite, no. this is what I said, the hardest thing to reconcile with my boozing is knowing just how much joy and memories with good memories were there along with a lot of like bad times. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you, how do you, how does something you love so much cause you so much pain? Right? It's something I've been. Well, that, 
that makes sense because I haven't stopped drinking because I keep forgetting about those nights. Yes, so exactly. I have <laughs> yeah, but 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 it was like so like you know the so I did not have that muscle to be able to say no, Milan, I'm done. I was like, fuck yeah, free shots. You know what I mean? And it just uh, it just got tapped into all the, it's like ego and uh, the bravado of it being on stage and getting a fucking pint and a shot. And I was like, fuck it, let's go. And so then ended up just, you know, completely blotto compared to everyone else because I underestimated just how much I can actually handle it. You know what I mean? And, but, uh, but it's and so, so funny. It's so funny you say that, Dil, because it, like I always hear the term, I've been maligned. Like I've yeah. been maligned. And Milan had a fair few cracks at me, but I've never been Milan. But then also that made me worry about myself. I was like, mate, if I could put away as much as this guy, I think I need to really, like, I need to slow down. Like, that's that's the myth of Milan, right? He doesn't drink as much as he gives out. That is true. That is. But but that's the nature of the biz as well. Like, I have friends who would arguably do a similar job where, if you think about it, it starts whining and dining clients. And, you know, you, you, you take out clients, you know, in my case, my friend uh, Bernie, he takes out clients like, you know, at lunchtime and then lunchtime leads to maybe, you know, corporate golf. Then before you know it, you've got dinner and then before you know it, your clients want a night out. So that's sometimes up to, you know, over 12 hours of drinking. And on top of that, you're in charge of everything. You're in charge of their yeah. safety. You're in charge of what you're going to do next. You need the context about, you know, to go with what's restaurants. It's uh, the, the one big advantage of that is uh, everything's tax deductible. <laughs> 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 or is it not? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's not. Sometimes. Um, but, uh, no, back in the 80s. As an accountant, I know if you're not registered for fringe benefit tax, whining and dining is not tax deductible. <laughs> correct, correct. But back in the <laughs> 80s, like, there was no difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so can we can we get some stats now can we get um do you know do you know how much till this day uh, how much you've lost yeah well look i'm currently at 75 i'm just wow. over 75 from from so, like a 94 so you've lost like 20 yeah. kilos now talk yeah. us talk to us about that because um i know a lot of uh there's a really conflicting feeling uh when you lose weight ben and i have been there uh before where people are complimenting you on things or sometimes they're scared to compliment you because they're like fuck are you okay because because then they're so used to a a chunkier version of you that there's that it's almost like you damned if you do damned if you don't if you say well done they're like fuck you i'm like you know how dare you say that what wasn't i good enough last time you know yeah yeah, i've had i've had all three i've had um I've had my dentist, um, female dentist say to me, um, I'm not sure if this is something that I should tell you, but um, because you're male and I'm female, but you're looking really good. Yeah, and I went, yeah you can tell me that anytime. I love yeah. that. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, While you're drilling down I had, there. I had um, a, a dum-dum <laughs> listener come up to me and, and just point at me and go, AIDS or... Something else? Oh my yeah. god, that's so that's so fucking awful. And I'm sad and I'm and I'm annoyed at myself for laughing. But then I, I've had I've had the genuine compliments from people that just go, Oh my god, what are you doing? How and my whole thing is if if it benefits you in me telling you, I want you to know. I want right. you to know what I've done. I want you to know how I've done it. I want to give you 
um, links to, you know, the AG1. I wanted to help you. Which is what you did for me. You know, you sent me the AG1 book. So. Yeah, and that's that's what I've, I've look. I've done it for three or four other people that I know are, are actively going out there wanting to you know look after themselves. So that that for me is sort of a win as well. But yeah, I think that's the other thing: getting those compliments. And even you know Saturday, when I was out on Saturday, I probably heard it two or three times from people that have also seen me over the last few months, but have seen that it's progressed, and I'm still getting right. You know. Right or healthier and it's like you really are looking good and i will thank you and it, it's another motivational factor it's another thing that makes me go i know i'm doing all right and uh, yeah. and i'm happy with myself yeah and it's and what about your family because i know your mom um is a feeder <laughs> oh yeah because <laughs> she, no, she tried noticed. to feed me <laughs> they've noticed my uh food intake has gone way down so so i'm not eating anywhere yeah. near as much as I, I used to but but also they've adjusted for that i think they've seen you know how how i look and and that it it it's something that i'm enjoying and i'm yes. you know wanting to do and i think that's the difference you know they adapt yeah. to it based on yeah. me but man i used to go visit my mum and and take home four or five kilograms of different meats cheeses and fucking everything that you would think of now when i go you know i'll get a little takeaway plate and some fruit and vegetables so an ag1 yeah. you give him mum ag1 <laughs> AG so, uh, what are you yeah. missing the most milan like what are you missing <laughs> what are you missing what are you missing the most i'm not like, uh, i swear to you i am not even even good. people good. say they do even people that say they do cheat days I don't care about it. I don't. I don't look at a burger or a pizza and go. I need to have that once just to feel better about myself. So help I, me I with that, because you were someone who did love those things, like I do, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. is that just because you you patiently like just consistently stuck with more I, I, nutritional I, stuff? I actually don't know. I, I I honestly don't know. It's the same way that I didn't know that I could continue doing the jogging or looking after myself it's i think it's just something that clicked in A my switch. head and it's me yeah i don't don't i don't crave it i don't feel it and i think that's the important thing i'm not, all right so what i used to do is i used to go out have a good night have a few drinks i'd go home and i'd wake up with packets of chips open or you know any junk food that you could think of open yeah. and you wake get up 7-eleven like, oh. on the way home <laughs> Yeah, or, or it was at home, but I would finish it and go, oh, I woke up and I've had three snacks, you know, before I went to bed. The difference now is I don't, I sort of don't buy that stuff anymore, or I'll get an equivalent to something that I like, rice crackers or whatever it is. And I've done it where I've woken up in the morning and the same thing has happened, but I don't feel so bad afterwards. Yep. But I'm not craving looking for any of that. Um, and even when I go out to dinner, that's sort of the one time, like if it's a rock pool or if it's something that I really, really enjoy and I'm going to be with friends, then yeah, I will make sure that I go out and have a great night or a great lunch. Uh, but outside of that, I don't, I don't look at, uh, even worrying about, you know, cheap meals or burgers or any of that sort of, mm. I don't that's, crave it. What about this that that sort of switch or like that you were able to tap into can you think back over the years have you seen that happen in other things as well like are you someone who 
And the reason I'm asking is I think I may know the answer to that, which is sort of when the pandemic happened, you were doing a lot of live touring of bands and stuff like that. And as soon as the lockdowns happened, because a lot of your bands are international as well, it completely fucked your business, right? It completely meant there was a chunk of airline, um, you know, money that's just not going to be able to be recouped and all of that. And you were in a fucking, a really overwhelmingly horrible place. But I marveled and watched you switch it on going, okay, well, fuck it. All right, what do I need to do next? And you you got another job and you just started like, there was no... um, ego or, or any kind of like beating yourself up or woe is me you were like all right what what's what's next like i'm sure you felt the fucking fear of it but you just you know jumped into like working um for the water company and things like that like you didn't you didn't like you just yeah. switched it on so is that something you notice in your life you're able to do um look i i have a good work ethic i think if it's something and it, it doesn't even have to be anything that i really like doing as long as I'm doing something, I, I sort of, I need it. I can't, I'm, I'm not the type of person to just be happy to sit at home. It, it, it's not for me. I, I don't, yeah. I don't get anything out of it. So in situations like that, all what I couldn't do during lockdown was just sit in a room. Uh, I, I was living with my girlfriend at the time. Uh, and it was just a whole thing where I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not getting anything out of this and that relationship but i'm sitting there doing that going through that and then at the same time i was like i need to find something i need to do something no matter what so that really was the first job i went after and i got it yeah and i was like oh okay and also i know how to talk i can sit on the phone and sell water to people if i need to whatever Mm. whatever i need to do i will do um and it worked that way it was it was that sort of thing where i felt like i was forced into doing something um but at the same time when i started doing it i was like no 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 i need to do this i've got no other choice i've got no other option and i don't just want to sit and stare at a wall all day or watch movies or listen to music Mm. i sort of need to know that eight hours of the day is going towards something yeah so you're like you're you're an effort based person like you you find reward in the effort itself oh of course Yeah. yeah and that's why that's why i strive to 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 get more things that's why I'll, I'll go out and look for content or talk to people and go hey do you want to do something do you want to um you know be a part of this you know i'm planning on doing a, a web series for this label um on youtube over the comedy festival periods so i'm i'm just looking for different comedians that don't have the opportunity to to film full specials to go let's do spots let's film you let's get you out there let's do so Although I've got enough on my plate to keep the label running, it's not enough for me. I, mm. I still want to find things. I still want to bring other things and other opportunities to other people out there to, you know, give them a chance as well. Yeah. Well, I've been always super impressed with your that work ethic. And, you know, I'm very grateful that I have you as a sounding board to talk through those stuff and and and, oh, and generally find you. it quite motivating to see how you just get on with it and you you just don't, you know, you just don't accept mediocrity. You just keep going, and I and I love that about you. And also the uh, work ethic, which is uh, which is something which I think we can all agree with is sometimes you see great comedians and they could do with a bit more work ethic. <laughs> yeah, you, you and just I, go lift your game. Like if you, you know, like I always, I always get told I'm a survivor in the industry, and the fact that I'm still 
make it. And I, but it's like, yeah, but do you know how much work goes into staying in the industry you love? Like it, it's really hard. Like yeah. you need to keep those relations building. You need to keep providing content and you need to be consistent. And there's a lot of comedians like, oh, you know, they come in and like, I'll be on radio in two years and the rest is history. No, it doesn't work like that. You've got to work really, <laughs> yeah. really hard. And and yeah. I think that's just a good good thing for any comedy nerds who are aware of you. This might like be the first time they're hearing that side of you. You know what I mean? Because because all they see is the tip of the iceberg, which is the party while you know shots giving guy. But I guess the lesson is, yeah, you can do all that fun stuff as long as you've done the hard work during the day. Like it's not like you're you know exactly. Yep. It's just like it's not like you're like this dude who's just full of like party lifestyle. You're like no, you put in the work during the hours and then you take time off at night yeah that look in some cases don't get me wrong even the night time can seem like work especially mm. after a full day yeah um but at the same time i'm 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 looking at the bigger picture i'm looking at what i'm doing for other people as well as what you know will eventually come back to me but but it, for me it's always about how can i put these people together how can I work with these people how can I how can I have someone else see what I just saw with Ben Knight on Saturday night I'll mm. post it I'll let people know like I whether or not I have a, a working relationship with these people or not doesn't bother me mm. if I like something I want you to know that I like it no matter what yeah sure that's amazing man mate uh thank you so much for doing the podcast no, i'm amazing. so glad we finally did it at this time where Thanks you're for having you're me at you're at your nice. personal it's... best i would say and it's really really motivating and and inspiring so thank you for that but um where can people what what <clears throat> where do you want our listeners to go to in terms of this uh <laughs> there it is with three whys so it's comedy wise threewise.com.au or go to Sanity's website or go to a Sanity store. Right now we're in Sanity. We've got new titles from Kitty Flanagan. We've got a new Arch Barker. We've got a new Jamoan. We've got we've got heaps of new stuff. Do you know if um, Sanity so sells DVD players? Because I don't know where if I can watch it. I don't know and, if I... You know what I tell people it, now? <laughs> An Xbox and a PlayStation. If that's you true, got that, true. you're fine. That's true. That's, that's true. it. And if you can't find a Sanity in Melbourne, there is one at Brisbane Airport. <laughs> <laughs> so hop on a there plane. There you go. Uh, Excellent. So um, well, ben, thanks so much. You've got um, your comedy festival show. Any questions? Any more questions? On any more sale? questions? Great on poster. Sale. Love it. Love the t poster. T Ten shows uh, only. So uh, <laughs> please get in quick. Before we uh, do your plugs, well, just a shout out to another listener. We've had a lot of listeners come up to us. Uh, big one. I was uh, doing warm up at the yearly, and and a guy waited very patiently to shake uh, my hand and say how much he still loves the pod, uh, and that he still listens to it, and he loves it that it's uh, back. We were uh, off for a little bit, and he just said when I saw the episode pop up. So big thank you to you, and thanks for coming up to say hi. We always love it, and we always appreciate the iTunes reviews as well. So please, 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 please uh, leave a review. Thank you. And for me, my tour, uh, Heartstopper, uh, is on sale right now. And um, and it's in order to Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney, and more places to be announced soon. Uh, and it's from comedy with one y.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> I never, ever thought about it that way. 
That's funny. That's good. I it's great. It. So if you want to support this pod, this particular episode, you just go to the first one with only one Y, and then once you finish that, go to the double, uh, the two extra Ys. Very uh, easy. <laughs> ben, you should get one called comedy.com.au with two Ys. And then two you Ys, yeah. Well, I always write it with four, actually. <laughs> ah, it's off brand. <laughs> All right. That's where I went wrong. No, but the, Milan, Milan, that's how you protect yourself legally down the track. He, you go, no, 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 his is comedy. Mine's comedy. Oh, you know, okay. like you got three Ys versus four Ys. It's different. Very good. Mine's trademark. So, so don't you dare step on mine. Otherwise, they're <laughs> a lawsuit. Hey, we have you on record now saying that you got it from him. <laughs> All right, Milan, uh, thank you so true. much. Love you, everybody. Love Thanks, you. guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.